The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly being brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, better for everybody. By Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, team physicians of the Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and Paul University Athletics. By Karen Mulkin Health Counseling, transform your health one bite at a time. By Integrated Orthopedics, accelerate your healing. By MedWest, the number one choice for advanced orthopedic solutions. By Source, biological solutions helping surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. And by ATI Physical Therapy for the highest quality care in a friendly environment. And we welcome everyone to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and a co-team physician with the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. This week on the show, we're going to talk about the use of L-grafts in foot and ankle surgery. Also, Dr. Cole coming fresh off another NBA season. We'll talk about the Chicago Bulls exit medical exams and also the recently held NBA Combine. And then we're going to talk a little bit something different, which will have some fun. We always talk about athletes, but we're going to talk about something for the parents and the fans. The list of physical therapy approved exercises for fans both before and during game time. And why would you travel on long airplane trips. So a lot to do here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Back to get it going with Dr. Cole after this on ESPN Radio. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Ow, that's not good. Or having an accident at work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Back here on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Our producer is Felix Reyes. Our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. Dr. Cole, we have uh, talked about uh, allografts before, the tissue or tissues transplanted from one person to another. Uh, really, in regards to the need, do you ever use it in other joints? Steve, it's interesting that most of the times that we've done cartilage transplants, it clearly is for the knee because that's one of the most common joints that are involved. But we've had great success in the shoulder. We've had actually a couple of recent publications uh, from uh, Midwest Orthopedics of Rush using donor tissue in patients who have arthritis of the shoulder. Uh, but I would say even when I came into practice, I, when I used to do a little bit of foot and ankle, we would actually, uh, we started to see a number of patients, and now I have partners who do the same. So I would say second to the uh, knee is the foot and the ankle because we do see cartilage problems in, uh, in that joint that are otherwise really difficult to solve. Well, let's bring on a guest from Denver, Colorado, a certified foot and ankle surgeon from Source, Dr. Brett Sachs. And Dr. Sachs, thanks so much for joining us here on, on Sports Medicine Weekly. Can you tell us a little bit about how you use allografts and foot and ankle procedures? Well, thank you, uh, Stephen and Dr. Cole. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. And, you know, we use allografts and, and foot and ankle uh, commonly. Uh, you know, we use tissues such as bone, tendon, cartilage to replace damaged tissue or aid in surgical reconstruction, you know, and, and foot and ankle surgery, we common, commonly see uh, situations where patients have chronic deformities or recurrent injuries, uh, significant traumatic injuries that can damage the soft tissue of bone. 
and ultimately the cartilage. And sometimes these allografts can be used to reconstruct those bony or soft tissue defects to aid in healing. What's the number one place in the ankle that you use donor cartilage, for example? Well, by far the talus. Uh, the talus is 90% or above the, uh, the cases that we do so let's uh, that replace our, for those. Our, for our listeners, so we haven't talked about the anatomy in the foot and ankle. Can you tell our listeners what the talus is? So the talus, so essentially the ankle is made up of three bones, the tibia, the fibula, and the talus. And the talus is the, the, the foot bone that sits into the ankle joint uh, and is really the main uh, uh, bone that gets injured during these types of ankle sprains or ankle fractures that can cause cartilage damage. So I imagine just like the knee, one of the common conditions you treat is something known as OCD or osteochondritis desiccans, a, a problem with uh, where there's a little localized area of bone and cartilage loss in the hind foot bone of the talus. Is that correct? Oh, that's 100% correct. We, we see that all the time. And, and um, most of the time it, it occurs with um, ankle sprains that, that don't get better after several weeks or ankle fractures that, that have uh, have chronic pain after years of, of, of uh, or the, the ankle fracture that occurred years ago. So um, OCDs or the osteochondritis desiccans is a common thing that we see in the ankle joint. Visiting with Dr. Brett Sachs, talking about uh, the use of allografts in foot and ankle problems and surgeries. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. It is Sports Medicine Weekly. And uh, Dr. Sachs, uh, how have you seen treatments and solutions evolve for your patients over the years? You know, I think the advancement in technology and equipment has dramatically changed the way I practice over the past several years. You know, these advancements have allowed me to offer better options for patients. You know, certain foot and ankle procedures uh, that previously required patients to be off their foot for maybe up to six, eight weeks. You know, sometimes we can have these people uh, walking the same day. And you know, we're always trying to improve patient outcomes and get quicker healing and less downtime. So um, I, I think a lot of this has been uh, attributed to the fact that medicine in general has had a better understanding of how the body heals and the way to enhance that healing process. And for both Dr. Sachs, Dr. Cole, um, difference between uh, donor tissue, uh, donor cartilage in between the living and deceased? Well, no. <laughs> so we call these, it's interesting, it's a, it's a little bit of an oxymoron. We call them living donors. And the reason we call them living donors is cartilage we want to transplant within a very short time uh, of when they're declared uh, uh, basically asystolic or when they're, you know, when basically there's no chance for survival. So the first organs that are harvested at the time of transplantation are typically heart, liver, lungs, and major organs. And then within 24 to 48 hours, we they, the, the, the organ procurement agency will harvest cartilage. And cartilage in this case is fresh. So um, it's, so therefore we call it a living donor and it's kind of living tissue. Uh, there's a number of different tissues that are harvested for uh, medical purposes that can actually be frozen and used at a later time that have uh, a shelf life, if you will, for upwards of five years. But the area of cartilage and the research that we and others have done really is in the area of fresh cartilage where we typically like to get the graft implanted within 24 to 28 days of asystole, which is, asystole, which is basically when the heart stops. Wow. So that's why we call them living donors. Interesting. Again, then, Dr. Sachs, uh, what new innovations are you excited about uh, for your patients uh, moving forward here? You know, I think uh, there are several new innovations that I'm excited about that uh, I've been using to treat patients. Uh, you know, one of the more exciting new areas of research is on tissue regeneration and osteobiologic or orthobiologic, such as uh, you know, stem cells, amniotic tissue, and, and cartilage uh, regeneration, some of the things we've been uh, talking about up to now. You know, some of these technologies have even been used for arthritis and, and joint pain as well. What's your, what's your go-to now is, uh, on the stem cell side? What, what are you most excited about? Uh, you know, so there's a debate whether adipose versus 
um, osseous-generated stem cells are uh, really the best. Currently, uh, I'm using one from Allosaurus that I think is, uh, has showed promise uh, as far as uh, advancement for healing, uh, bone healing uh, mainly. And that is that what is that what is that an allograft tissue or donor tissue you're using? Allograft tissue, it's a donor allograft tissue, correct? That's uh, um, you know, by the gift of families that, that generate the stem cells and, and or donate those stem cells. Great stuff. The website for more information for our listeners is allsource.org. Visiting with Dr. Brett Sachs. And Dr. Sachs, thanks so much for joining us from Denver, Colorado, uh, talking a little bit about uh, the use of allografts and in, uh, in foot and ankle surgeries. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thank you so much, Dr. Sachs. Back with more Sports Medicine Weekly after this on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, Fat-Burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, Snacks, Superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmulkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait. Everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Back on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, and that proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush the liveactivenow.org fund. To access prior shows, interviews, and valuable resources on sports injury and fitness, please visit our blog at smwhome.net or sportsmedicineweekly.com. All right, Dr. Cole, you are the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls, of course, uh, getting to the postseason, unlike last year, and I was so happy they did. They won those first two games in Boston against the top-seeded Boston Celtics, and then they lost in six games. So take us on the medical side, Dr. Cole. The Bulls finished that season following game six. Do they come in the next day? I know they have some exit interviews with John Paxson and Gar Foreman. What happens on the medical side? First of all, didn't you think that was some of the best basketball all season? It was or fun. Was that just me? I mean, because no, I loved loved the it. hype and everything. But those yeah, first you, you two hate, games oh, man. were the best I had ever seen. Them you were play. in Boston like, with them, weren't yeah. you? 
it was actually really enjoyable, you know, to see them come together. Well, then uh, Rondo got hurt. Yeah, and, and you know, you, one will never know what, you know, you can always hypothesize, and but no one ever really knows what, you know, effects that has. But it clearly is a downer, and he was a leader on there on the floor, and you never know what effect it has on Boston, given where his origin is from, you know. Um, but it was great basketball. It was really fun to watch. But, you know, it was, it was a quick turnaround, unfortunately. He wanted to play, didn't he? Was he yeah, fighting? Absolutely. I saw him alone absolutely. one He's, time, and uh, he said, boy, yeah. I, I get me on that court. I want to play. I, he would have loved to have played, and if he could have, I know he would have. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So, yeah, so to answer your question, um, it depends on how, where you are when you lose, okay? So uh, we've gone back. We've struggled over this. I would tell you that the vast majority of the time we end up doing the physical is the night we lose. And, you know, for the first half hour, 45 minutes, it's always a, you know. It's you could be on the road then after a playoff yeah, so game. We've and done, you're... we've done it on the plane. On the really? Yeah. And what, what is involved? It's not that complicated. You know, we have what the trainers do ahead of time, especially as the season comes towards uh, the end or a potential end. And it's always like there's a little superstition about we don't want anyone to see the folders or anything because you never know what's going to happen. But we have a fi- file on every player. And now that things are electronic, it's pretty easy to get access to the dates of injury, how many games they lost and things like that. So we basically just catalog each player's injuries from the entire season review the season, ask them if they have any ongoing concerns, uh, deal with short-term management plans, because a lot of these guys like to get out of there, so we want to make sure that there's any lingering issues that we nip it in the bud before they leave so that when, A, when they start training over the summer, and B, when they come back in September, October, there's not anything lingering that we could have taken care of earlier. So there's a sort of a hierarchy of just reviewing everything, then a physical exam of relevant areas, not the entire physical, but just things that might be a nuisance, and then discussing what needs to be done over the next couple of weeks before they leave town, assuming they do, and come up with a treatment plan. And then uh, the whole idea is to let them get as healthy as possible. Sometimes they're playing a lot of games over a very short period of time, and it's just a little bit of rest gets them what they need. Do players, Dr. Cole, ever suggest, um, you know, might I need a surgery on this? Sure. I mean, this is, you know, you're, you, well, you have to, if you read the media, you'll see who's had surgeries and so forth. And uh, almost every season afterwards, we have a couple of surgeries. And, um, and that's because there are things that they were able to play with that are compromising but not disabling. So you want to get things that don't, you want them not to last, and there's small surgeries sometimes to do at the end of the season. And so, you know, inevitably you always have one or two surgeries. Okay. And they're not, you know, they may not be something I do. I mean, it may be something that we, uh, that, that one of my partners, a foot and ankle specialist or a hand and wrist specialist or what have you, uh, deals with. And um, just get it tidied up before things get too far deep into the summer so they have plenty of time to recover. Right. And then is there a plan for these guys? Who makes that plan? I mean, there's dietitians, you have yeah, nutrition I mean, people, you have strength and the conditioning coaches you're on the medical side you yeah. guys all get together and maybe yeah, make a game plan for it's very collaborative player? yeah it's very collaborative and the whole idea is to you know we're always looking at how their strength and conditioning can be improved over the off season that's a big one and mostly you know these guys are surprisingly serious there's very few who do nothing a lot of them come back and go to the summer league and so forth depending on the years of play uh but i'm i'm always actually impressed by what these guys do off season because you can imagine how they're like you know what i don't even want to go to the gym and most of them take just a little bit of time off and then they're back at it training, which has always been very impressive to me, you know? Well, I mean, Jimmy Butler, I mean, every game he just looks, he looks like Michael Jordan used to look. Michael used to come off the floor and just be exhausted. And he loved it, though. And Jimmy yeah. just, I mean, these guys who give 110%, they'll do anything. And, um, you know, the work yeah. ethic is really something. But you feel like, Jimmy, take the next month off because of the minutes you put on your body, you know? Yeah, there's, there's uh, I, I can tell you the one thing I've learned, you know, I always say, oh, it's such a physical game. And depending on where you sit, and what you see, you get a real appreciation for it. And then if you get to know the guys and you watch some of the physical contact they take, I guarantee you, know, you were talking before about uh, you know, you stumbling down the stairs. I mean, think about that you know, 100 times over 40 or so minutes. You know what I mean? Taking a pounding. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is amazing. And I'm, I can't believe some of these guys ever get up once they go down. You know? So there's something 
um, genetic about being able to take a hit and not crumble and be able to re- get up and do it all over again. I'm always amazed. I mean, if you just look at the physicality, you look at what happened with you know Isaiah, how he was, he's a small guy, right? Isaiah Thomas yeah, Celtics, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you stand next to him, I mean, you're about the same height, right? I mean, I think I'm an inch or two taller, yeah, he, tell maybe, you the truth. You know, and I'm not very tall, as you know, he could be, you know, maybe an inch taller than me. And and the, the there's people that are over twice his size out there. Right. And he gets hit hard, and he bounces up like a, like a, you know, a slinky, you know, and like nothing happened. I mean, it does blow me away how much uh, physical contact they take Yet they just keep going, and Jimmy is a is a warrior. I mean, there's a couple guys you see that they take in an exorbitant amount of physical contact, yet they get up and they they handle it. That's something, yeah. Uh, recently, Doctor Cole, the NBA scouting combine came through town here in Chicago. Multi day showcase that takes place every May before the annual June NBA draft. Athletes uh, attend by invitation only. Uh, Sixty players participate on average. Um, what's the medical side of that? Because you have a big part of that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a um, uh, uh, Dr. John Heffern has been uh, helping for years at Northwestern. They do a really a terrific job. It's a huge undertaking with hundreds of people to coordinate. You know, most people are familiar with the basketball side. They come in and they do a workout and go through a number of procedures and evaluations. And then there's the trainer side where they have some continuing education and they meet. There's the coaching and the GM side. There's industry and the strategic partners that they have with you know Nike and Adidas and so forth. Um, I mean, it's a whole week of activities. But on the physician side, I typically will give a lecture or two to maybe the athletic trainers. I'm getting involved with uh, the NBA Youth uh, Initiative, which is an outreach program for our um, for our middle school kids, uh, which I'm very interested in helping out with. So uh, I, I helped out on that end, and uh, uh, that's going to be a really important initiative by the NBA, which I give a tremendous amount of. Uh, uh, a credit to, to thinking outside the box and for community outreach. And then our stuff directly, we have physician meetings on that Saturday. We had some meetings. Uh, we had a research meeting. I helped run the uh, research committee. We had uh, a physician reception. And then a uh, good part of Sunday was spent in these tents where we pair up with different teams. We Every year we do the same, uh, pair up with the same teams. And every player gets examined by virtually every physician. There's Every team sends a athletic trainer times two and a uh, orthopedic surgeon, the team physician, wow. and a primary care sports medicine person. And the tents are medical tents and orthopedic tents. And then, you know, all you have to do is mention you you had uh, knee pain in, in the uterus and, uh, it, you know, before you were born and you end up getting an MRI. So <laughs> it doesn't take much to trigger ordering an MRI. Uh, so we look at this thousands of scans, and um, it's it goes very quickly, and you got to be on your game. All right, so but you guys share information, or you yeah. don't share from the team well, docs, well, or it's kind do, of you know uh, we we everyone does it independently, but then at the end we all sit down and, be, and it's very open and and collaborative because you don't want to miss anything, and every team has to you know treat it very responsibly. Good stuff, Doctor Brian Cole, head team physician with the Chicago Bulls, lending his insight, and of course uh, big with the NBA as always. I'm Steve Cashel, back with more Sports Medicine Weekly after this on ESPN Radio. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Ow, that's not good. Or having an accident at work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. We're 
We're back here on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, it is Sports Medicine Weekly. And Dr. Cole, I want to get into something a little bit different here. We're about to bring on Annie Beerman from Athletic Co., a physical therapist. But we're always talking about the players and getting back into the game. How about for the parents and the fans? You know, now at my age, and I've got two boys, we're watching their hockey, their baseball, their basketball, their football. Uh, you watch your kids play as well. And what about for the spectators? And also, if you're on a long flight, and you've had plenty of those, I'm sure, overseas, I used to do more of that back in my uh, my days, uh, traveling with the Bulls and things. But um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, exercises for the fans, both before and during the game. Did you ever do anything with the fans? Well, it's interesting. When um, I can tell you a cute little story. My I uh, When I was at New York, uh, in New York, at the hospital for special surgery where I did my residency, so we used to take care of the Mets. So that was the team. You know, you know now we take care of the Sox as attending physicians. So the New York support. Mets out of Shea Stadium? Yeah. So for uh, I was a resident there for uh, five years. And we would rotate, but we wouldn't cover the team. We would cover the stadium. So the stadium has a different set of physicians and first aid and EMT and all that is different than what the players do. So um, my job was to cover just a gazillion games, and we would cover the employees and the fans. And, you know, you think, well, what do you need that for? What do you think about when a guy gets hit by a ball, when the, the trip going up the stairs? Um, you got your you slip know, and falls. You get your fights, right, possibly. You get a heart attack. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen. So there's a lot of people in one place. So my first game I ever covered was, uh, I don't remember where, oh, we used to sit in the box, actually. And the uh, first game, you know, and you have a radio if there's a fan that goes down, so, or someone. Like a two-way radio? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah then it was a two-way. It wasn't even a flip phone. It was a radio. So, uh, yeah, so the first injury I ever dealt with was a woman who worked in the concession stand who uh, basically spilled hot coffee on her chest. So I, oh, really? So, that I, was yeah, so, first, I, so I got called on the first day to manage that. That was my very first patient wow. uh, at, at Shea Stadium. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was interesting. that's painful. But any, anything yeah. real serious with a foul uh, ball or like you know a bat being thrown no, in the stands? Nothing. You know, I mean, you have a few. There's EMS there, so you get there's heart attacks, things like that. So we were there for the acute injuries like that. So uh, sure, you know, we never think about the fans, but there's a lot more fans than there are players. And anytime you have a lot of people in one place, there's things that happen. Yeah, let's talk about uh, spectator sport, long flight stretches. With us is Annie Beerman from Athletico, physical therapist. And Annie, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Uh, let's talk first about um, some uh, situations like on long flights. Okay, people take these long flights now. And what are some of the things people should be thinking about when they're on an airplane that you've got to sit for, you know, six, eight hours or beyond? Well, that is a great question, Steve. So just like we tell desk workers to avoid sitting for prolonged periods of time. We also recommend standing up and walking around an airport terminal or a train station or shopping for souvenirs or filling up your water bottle. The same thing when you're on a flight, you know, take frequent standing breaks, do some reversal of posture exercises. Um, You know, if if they can avoid any slumped sitting, uh, they can roll up a blanket that the the flight attendants give them or or roll up a t-shirt, put that in the small of your back to avoid slumped sitting and decrease stress on the low back. Um, sometimes the neck pillows, I see those causing all kinds of funky postures on people. And so I prefer, and I tell people to turn those neck pillows around backwards. So the C is actually in the front and the hole is in the back. And that way you're not propping up your neck really funny and, and waking up with a taco neck from the airplane. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Prolonged sitting at the gate and then followed by prolonged sitting on an airplane. It's just a recipe for, for back pain. Absolutely. I mean, Dr. Cole, do you get up? You try to you cognizant when you have these long flights overseas that you're trying to get up and, you know, you can't jog, you can't exercise, but at least you're up and down the aisle a little bit to, you know, get the yeah, blood moving. I get, I get really a antsy. You can imagine me sitting down for long flights, you know, and I don't sleep well on a plane either. So I get up a lot 
um, just so I always try to get the aisle seats because I hate inconvenience. You know, people that sit up there. Oh, everyone does. Yeah, I know. Like, all right, you got to put your stuff in so I can get out. But um, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things. I mean, you're you get pooling in your. If you, I don't know if you've flown international a long time, but I can tell you, like, I've had situations where I'll fly international, I can't even get my shoes on after after sitting for a long time because your feet swell. Yeah, and I don't exactly have vascular, you know, blood flow problems. It's just when you're sitting for a long time, that's what happens. You have any? Do you have any uh, 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 pearls to prevent that? I recommend wearing some compression garments, or you know, I tell my athletes just to wear their normal soccer socks when they're when they're on the long flights, as well as just standing up to drink plenty of fluids. So that a that'll get you up and going to the bathroom, and b that'll just help with circulation issues. Our guest is Athletico's Annie Bierman. Uh, the website is athletico.com. They always have uh, great information for people. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, whether you're a parent or fan watching your son or watching the uh, the major leaguers play, Annie. At you're, at, you're at the ballpark, and uh, how can a baseball fan uh, kind of stay active, and, and why is it important? Oh, it is so important to avoid sitting for a prolonged period of time because sitting for that long can make muscles tighten up, and then sitting with bad postures can put a lot of strain on those vertebrae in, in the back. Um, so I usually tell my patients who work at a desk to set a timer uh, every 30 minutes or so to take standing breaks. But at a baseball game, whether it's major league or whether it's my kids' game, um, the breaks between innings are a perfect time to get some exercises in. Um, stay active during a game. I usually recommend stretching hamstrings by propping a foot up on a bleacher or a step. Um, when I'm standing in line waiting for my hot dog, I, I put my arms up over my head and slowly go side to side and stretch my back. Um, fans watching from home can get up and, and do some squats up and down off the couch. We can even do that at, at the game. But, but staying as active as we can during the game and taking frequent breaks to get up and out of the chair and reverse that posture is so important. And what should people be aware of, Annie, some signs of injury, muscle strain from maybe staying, uh, you know, still uh, that yeah, you, people should be aware of, inactive, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, any, you know, sometimes it's really hard, even for me as a physical therapist, to tell what's just soreness from working out or stress or hormones and what's the onset of something that's, that's bad and something that's postural. So, you know, all athletical clinics do offer complementary injury screens. So if anybody has any neck pain, back pain, it's tightness that's kind of turning into more of a joint pain that's going on for more than a few days. Uh, or in particular from, from posture, we say usually postural pains tend to get worse as the day goes on. You know, they should really follow up in a clinic and for some additional recommendations, see if it's doctor-worthy, see if they just need to try some home exercises. Um, but other red flags that sometimes back pain can give you are, are pain down the arms and legs, numbness, tingling, weakness. Those kind of things, you know, should, should skip the free injury screen and probably check in with their doctor right away. I think that's pretty good advice. I like it. I've got a final question because I'm in the market right now for a chair because I watch both my boys are in travel baseball and everyone's bringing the chairs. I usually try to sit in the stands, <laughs> but sometimes they don't have the stands. and I usually just stand myself and I like to get up and walk around, talk to parents and keep moving, watch the game from different angles. But, you know, I'd like to buy a new chair and there, there, there are a lot of chairs out there. What should I be looking for? There's rockers. Okay, Annie. And there's all kinds of different chairs. I mean, there's chairs with the, you know, that are completely covered now for the elements, you know, which is sometimes oh, yeah. I like I've to have. Oh, yeah, I've seen those on, on social media. Yeah, they yeah. The I'll, one, I'll be a little one, embarrassed if I go one, to a covered chair. You, but You want the one that has a little armrest with, that you can put a little beer can in, Steve. That's the one you want. <laughs> yes, Period. not that we drink beer during our kids' games, but uh, it's a good idea. No, but Annie, any suggestions for people out there? Because you go to these sporting goods stores, and I mean, now there are literally 10 or 12 different styles of chairs. Wow, I haven't been in the market for one in a while. I guess I should go check it out. But in general, any kind of chair that you can keep 90-degree angles, so most of your lower extremity joints, um, ankles, knees, hips, should all be at 90 degrees when you sit. And we always want to keep a good neutral spine posture. So the butt curves out a little bit, the low back curves in a little bit, the mid-back goes out a little bit again, and the, and the cervical spine up in the neck cur- turns in a little bit. So anything we can do 
um, to support that. And some chairs have built-in lumbar rolls and some don't. Um, so if it doesn't have a good built-in lumbar roll, I always recommend keeping a small blanket or, or hand towel in the car to roll that up and stick that in the small of your back. Um, same thing with driving to and from those games. I know my kids' games are all over Chicagoland, so um, I keep a little towel roll rolled up in the small of my back. Um, but, yeah, any, any chair that's comfortable but allows you to keep a good, relatively good posture instead of slumping down is really important. Great stuff. Annie Bierman from Athletico. Annie, thanks so much for being with us on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks so much for having me. And we're back with more of our show after these messages on ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait. Everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your health care team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. That's all the time we have for this edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger, our board operator and producer, Felix Reyes, as well as David Cole for operating our website and doing our business side of Sports Medicine Weekly. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again next Saturday at 8.30 for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, only on ESPN Radio. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. 